we're at the midway point about. The Celtics are the top team in the East. I played some Malcolm, Bro Malcolm Brogdon plus 500 to win sixth man of the year. I really like that bet, it's by the way. down to plus 450 now. Hell yeah. Uh, the Nets, right behind the Celtics, four and a half games back. Right along with the Milwaukee Bucks, also four and a half back. The 76ers, five games back. And then Cleveland, also five games back. Which top team has been the biggest surprise for you? For me, it isn't Boston. I kind of expected this from Boston. I didn't think there was going to be that, hey, we lost in the finals championship hangover. I got to say it's the Nets only because a couple months ago percent. we were talking about this team where they weren't going to have KD and Kyrie. They were both going to be moved, and now uh, they were playing their best basketball. KD's hurt, of course, but they're only four and a half games back. And they went they went 18-2 and two in 20 games with Jacques Vaughn, the first 20 games he was head coach. Like, that's, that's unreal. That's coach of the year material. They both look like they're playing really well. I said this today on the podcast, but when Kyrie Irving is getting on Twitter – and telling the world, I, Kyrie Irving, need to be better. Yeah. That's very rare for him to take accountability. The Nets just look like they're playing as a team. I was saying this earlier, too. It's like Nick Claxton's playing the best basketball of his career. He's leading, or at least top, like he's got in the 90th percentile in six of the seven you know, big defensive categories yeah. in the NBA, which is like, you know, he's leading the league in blocks, like in terms of interior defense, like field goal percentage on him, rim protection, all these different stats that he's literally dominating. He should be getting some love for defensive player of the year at plus 1,400. I don't hate that. But the Nets in general are really deep when you look at their bench. I just thought this team would be a, a disaster from like a cultural yeah. standpoint. We thought they were going to just tear it all down. But they made moves in the offseason, even with Kevin Durant asking for the trade. And then he stays. They play, you know, they play chicken with them. And and now it looks like kind of all of those issues are gone. Yeah, I agree. The other team, I guess you could they say. They can win it all. I agree. If they get healthy, yeah. if they have KD and Kyrie, I agree. They got two guys that could get buckets in the fourth quarter. I'd probably trust them a little bit more than Boston just Same. because I trusted Boston last year and they let me down against the Warriors. And that was a good, not great Warriors team also. And listen. Kevin Durant versus the Warriors, that narrative in the finals with Kyrie, who also played the Warriors, two guys who have we need who have played against them before, slayed them in some yeah. way before, or joined them. So I think that's actually going to be a very fun narrative. Yeah, Cleveland hasn't surprised me because I, I saw this coming from Cleveland when they got percent. Donovan Mitchell. I guess as far as which East team has been the biggest disappointment, for me it would have to be the Raptors. And I know they percent. won today, they beat the Knicks. But, I mean, we're talking about Nick Nurse possibly – being on the hot yeah, seat. Yeah, losing his job. You got guys that might get moved. I don't know who they're going to be able to move. Um, the the only two the, guys. got to be the Raptors, right? Ha have to be. In the East? Everybody else is kind of where I thought they'd be. thousand percent. Like, we knew Charlotte would be a disappointment and, like, a disaster. We knew the Pistons, especially once Cade went down, we knew they weren't going to make any noise. They're a long way away. Orlando Magic certainly have been a nice story, and they've been sub sub somewhat surprising in a pleasant way. But no one is more surprising in a negative way than the Raptors. Really, like yeah. multiple guys want out. They don't get along. You're hearing that only two guys on the team are untradeable, which is Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam. Like we could see OG be moved. We could see uh, Fred Van Fleet moved. We could definitely see Gary Trent moved. Multiple guys probably gone. And I trust Masai Ujiri to get something fixed there. But like they're middle of the road defense with a bunch of stud athletes on this team. Yeah. I know. They've been a surprise. I figured they're like a four or five seed. I didn't think they're going to win the East or anything like that, but I thought they'd be a 50 win too. thousand percent. All right, third and five. Brady pump fake. Ball up in the air, oh. and it's deflected. Falls to the ground. That could have been That would have been one of those moves. If Dallas gets a turnover or two in this game, they'll win this football game. That's what it is. That's what it comes down to. That's the only way it happens. 
Uh, 10 to go in the first quarter. That's the so second gross. drive. Here comes the second punt for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dak and the Cowboys going to get their Live second possession Live line now here. in the first half, 19 and a half. Man. I, we At should, what point do we jump in? We should have just played it right yeah, away when we, we were talking have. about the uh, first half. Oh, it's up to 20. Oh, it's 21 and a half now. You want to play it? But it's now just minus 200. I don't like that. Nah, I'm staying away. Doing that. 19 and a half now minus 110. Don't like that. Yeah. And still oh 10 minutes to go in the God. first quarter. That is going to be a touchback. So decent field position here for Dak. Let's get T.Y. Hilton involved here for the love of God. Can we 10 just, minutes to go can in we the just first literally quarter. complete a pass? That'd be nice, too. Just one? Just complete one pass. That's what you need. You know, it's like when you got Steph Curry when he's struggling. You just, he needs to see one go through. Dalton Schultz. Right across the middle, 15 yards. Maybe T.Y. Hilton in the slot for 17, maybe 18. Maybe 24 maybe preferably. That'd be nice. Yeah, I, then we also, which team below the 10th in the conference will make the postseason? I don't think the Hornets are getting in. That is a terrible basketball team. No. Couldn't cover the number How against Boston today. I don't think any of them. Detroit, no. Washington, absolutely not. Couldn't cover the number against Golden State today, even though they were in there all day long. Uh, Toronto, probably not. I'm going to go with if a team below the 11th seed or 10th seed does get in, it's going to be my Orlando Magic, and that's because I did play them to win the conference. But I don't know. I mean, they're young. They're going to be a fun story yeah. in like a year or two. But they're going to be competitive, especially the second half of the season. When you go from like being a full rookie to kind of figuring some things in the league out like Detroit did last year where Cade had that monster final two months of the yeah, season. Yeah, did. They were the best team against the spread the second half of the season Detroit was. Also helped that the good teams like start resting guys, using more load management. They don't want yeah. to get injured going into the playoffs. Then that, that's when I could like pounce on a team, a young team. But I don't know that any of these teams get in, man. The East is very top heavy. For sure. And I think that this is kind of going to be where it finishes unless we see a crazy injury or some trades go down. I guess you could sort of say, all right, well, maybe the Raptors could do something to yeah. change this yeah. team. Maybe you trade Fred Van Fleet and you trade OG and you get some guys that better fit. Or maybe you trade Fred Van Fleet and Gary Trent and you get somebody back who would be valuable to you. Guys that are maybe on an expiring. Maybe you go out and get Miles Turner and Buddy Heald. Like, not to say that those are Nick Nurse players. They're certainly not. Right. But – I don't know. Like, that's the only team probably that has a chance. But that maybe is just us running on faith fumes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're, we're, we're used to them making lemons out of, or lemonade right. out of lemons. And I guess they'd be the safe bet if anybody's going to make a run. Yeah. Everybody's freaking out about the Bucks. Giannis misses again today using a little bit of load management. Well, four straight games now. I mean, he's – well, the problem is his usage. He's dinged up. He has to play over 40 minutes. And this is the a regular season, and they need all of this from him. That's a problem. That's why they need to add a few pieces. I just don't know how they do that. Grayson Allen's clearly not the answer. Struggled again today. Drew's been awesome, but and, his usage. And that's why I think people are freaking out is because of what's required from Giannis. And you know it's the same? I was looking at this. It's the same knee that he hyperextended in the finals two years ago. So I don't know how connected those two things are, but that certainly worries me. Chris Middleton doesn't know when he's going to be back. True Holiday's been banged up. And just overall, as a team, they haven't looked as connected or as gelling. They need to get somebody on the perimeter to shoot. They need to find someone that Giannis can kick to that can knock down a jumper. They just haven't been that good. 